Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Discoculia caused by a human GPS, babies can already count, cognitive disabilities guide, tips on how to recruit a neurodiverse workforce. And this is not a commercial, but Jumpmat is great. This is our podcast for week 44 of 2019, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Kudia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. This is interesting. It says here, uh, Disco Kudia caused by our human GPS. I did not even know we had a GPS. <laughs> I mean, I get regularly lost in the car, driving around the city, and then have to rely on my phone to... You know, get me back home. Well, I think the, here they they um, refer to the vestibular uh, system that we use for uh, balance, um, and and this is quite different. Uh, they have a real uh, take on what might cause dyscalculia. And the writer of the article, he's from the Minds Moves Institute, and their website has. Um, elaborate graphics to explain their point and they say you need to move to be able to sit still and concentrate now increasingly they have noticed uh, that uh, some students move about in class so they all of a sudden need to throw a paper to sharpen a pencil go to the toilet fidget uh, uh, rock uh, left and right bounce and so on and in an attempt to help these uh, students in their need to move many uh, schools now have um, stress balls and um, different uh, type of uh, pillows that uh, move a little bit uh, stress balls um, those large gym balls also that you can sit on and and obviously that uh, results in a, in a uh, constant movement uh, some schools have um, uh, special movements that they do in a class. Okay. Um, for some, even chewing gum seems to help. And all chewing of these, gum. yeah, okay. <laughs> all of these strategies are basically an attempt to activate the vestibular system. And when you do that, that is their theory uh, would help the children to sit still and, and focus. Okay. Now, after an explanation of um, all sorts of balance, static balance, dynamic balance, uh, the three planes of space and movement, the pull of gravity, on this website they then conclude that all uh, forms uh, a part of the human GBS system. Okay. That's how they call it. And if that system is not functioning correctly, uh, there's a long list uh, of results and I have seen that list it was indeed a very long list a very long list I, I could hardly uh, think of any um, learning any issue that was there. not on the list <laughs> and also it included dyscalculia yes so they then go on and have uh, therapies to correct this and uh, I have to say the theory is not new um, in a different way I was presented 
I think by Levinson um, in the 1980s, Blythe and McClown, if I say that correctly, and uh, more recently by uh, Goddard in the 2000s. Now my view is that the true dyscalculia has, um, is based on a problem with the three uh, main centers in the brain that um, have, um, yeah, that, that work for um, calculation and for um, the perception of size and quantity and uh, that they also need to work together and obviously that um, helping students to focus, balance and, and um, improve their concentration may help right there's nothing wrong in with all that. areas Absolutely. of learning so also yeah. in in math but i do not know if it's the well, ultimate solution yeah, there's definitely something else uh, going so on as well. but i'm always curious if there is new things that i'm not familiar with right. if there are listeners who have experience with this method and would like uh, to email us please feel free to share your experience it's greatly appreciated absolutely now the next link is interesting it says uh, babies can already count how is that possible the yeah ba the babies yeah yeah um well actually there are toddlers here oh okay and the study is uh, from john Hop johns hopkins and they watched um toddlers who were looking were um seeing that uh, small toys like cars and dolls and, and dogs were hidden in a box. And then the kids could uh, reach in the box without looking in the box uh, to see what was in there, to, to pull out uh, one of those toys. Okay. Now, sometimes the researchers counted out loud as they dropped each toy in. They say, look, one, two, three, four, four dogs. So there was really a lot of emphasis on those counting words and on the last counting word that obviously gives you the total um, number. Now, some other times they just said this and this and this and this, all these dogs. Okay. With no specific emphasis on, on counting. Now, when the toys were counted, those uh, toddlers expected that there were more toys in there than only the one, the first one that I pulled out of the box. And they didn't remember the exact number, but they did remember the approximate number. Mm -hmm. So more than one or two, or maybe three or four here. But when the toys were not counted, just saying this and this and this, um, the toddlers became um, distracted and after so there was just one pulled oh, out, okay. they thought there might be nothing else oh, and they lost their interest. So the researchers actually believe now that uh, it would be beneficial if uh, parents count uh, toys with their children. So they will be more familiar with it, with the concept before they uh, go your diapers, to school. diapers, one diaper, <laughs> one today, two diapers. Wow. So great study uh, from John Hopkins. It is interesting. It is interesting. Next, uh, next link is also interesting. Cognitive Disabilities Guide. So what can we learn there? This uh, article comes from the DEEK website. I hope I pronounced it correctly. Uh -huh. And they start off with a great quote. 
Um, for most people, technology makes things easier. But for people with disabilities, technologies make things possible. End quote. That's good. And that's from that's uh, a very, very uh, powerful Mary Pat Radabo. If I say that correctly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they then explain the cognitive disabilities. And there's a whole list. And they mention uh, what causes the trouble and how you can help those people to um, overcome those trouble um, using technology. Okay, so it's all about access on the website. All about computer, access, yeah. Computers and... Uh... Next, and, and that's, that's a really great thing about this article, they go and offer uh, solutions from a technology perspective for all these difficulties That's good. with access. That's good. Uh, it's a really great article and I hope a lot of techies will uh, read this yes. as they develop uh, websites and apps because they can maybe incorporate uh, parts of these um, uh, suggestions here. We're talking with Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com and we're looking at the links provided on the website DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com so the next link for this week is uh, tips on how to recruit a neurodiverse workforce. So my suggestion would be you put an advertisement. Yeah, but not just, not just a regular no. <laughs> advertisement. Uh, employers are now finding out that a team can benefit from having people who think differently and who, people who their, their minds work a little bit differently. Um, now the next hurdle is to find a way on how to recruit them and also how to accommodate them w in their uh, part of uh, difficulty so they can work effectively in a company. Right. Now the article is from trainingsjournal.com and it gives a lot of interesting tips uh, that recruiters can use. They say that uh, currently the methods organizations use to attract talent and the interview processes that people go through are not really suited to neuroatypical candidates, to neurodiverse candidates. Right, you have a lot of software that does the, the algorithms that uh, yeah. do the recruiting these days. Now, it would be great if employers can adapt these processes to individual needs and uh, that would help them to tap into otherwise overlooked uh, talent. Right. Now at uh, Cielo um, we work with organizations to ensure that their recruitment strategies and processes are inclusive for neurodiverse okay, uh, people. Okay, that's an agency that specializes in that. Right, okay. right. And they also give recommendations on how to um, not only attract, but also retain neurodiverse right. uh, people. Right. So um, try to promote um, support for neurodiversity in your organization and in your school. The first place um, a new candidate will go to is the website. The website, if yes. you if you go for a job, um, you look at a lot of different websites. So it would be great if that website, if you're the website of your company, um, would show 
some support for neurodiverse uh, people. Right, make it, make it accessible, easily yeah. accessible for them. And um, Sounds good. Accenture is a great example. That's yes, an organization. Yes, they are at the forefront of this. Huh? Right, absolutely. That promotes neurodiversity. And the Fortune Global 500 company shares examples on its on, on their blog of okay. neurodiverse employees who are very successful. So oh. that's really uh, great for all people to read that. And so when a company is drafting an advertisement, a job advertisement, then employers should try to remove all kinds of jargon and difficult words and go to easy, plain English, focusing on the essential skills and experiences that are needed for this specific job and avoid unnecessary wordy information. Now, there's um, more uh, tips on the list. I don't want to mention all of them, uh, but very good article and, and specifically useful for recruiters. Good, good, good stuff. It brings us to our last link for the week. And this is going to sound like a commercial. We do not get advertisers on this uh, uh, podcast, but we have to talk about Jumpmat mm-hmm. because it is great. And it's now been officially recognized as being great. Right, right, right. Um, uh, and this is a, a recent study from, from Canada where the Jumpmat uh, comes from. Uh, it's a research team uh, at the Hospital for Sick Children and Ontario Institute for Studies in Education. That's at the University of Toronto. And they released this great study that uh, did follow up with students um, during two years. And the setup, super, um, was a randomized control trial uh, funded by the U.S. Um, Department of education okay now the results of this extensive study showed real positive effects in the early elementary grades and actually on a range of math outcomes at the end of the two-year study the progress of the students who were in the jump math group was equal or significantly greater than the control group on every measure. That's significant. Yes. And often uh, their their progress was more than expected for the time period they had worked with the studies. So so they they actually gained knowledge faster uh, than And that's uh, the good thing for children with dyscalculia who are like uh, one or two years behind. Right. So that and they can actually, you know, uh, regain the territory and, uh, and, and become uh, up to speed with the grade that they should be in. Yeah, that's why we use jump math for, um, for several of our students. And uh, we also have good results. So uh, let me say again, we're not paid to say this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not paid. Although, Mr. Jump math, donations are welcome. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for being here this week. I hope to see you back again next week. Uh, Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services. She uh, has Facebook page, Twitter accounts. Uh, she's on Pinterest, on Flipboard. She's everywhere where they talk about Disco Coolia. And uh, she also has five webinars that run every week. And all the information about that is at webinars.discoculiatradingcenter.com. 
um, but she also has an online course to train people to become dyscalculia tutors because there are not enough dyscalculia tutors in the country. And all the information about that is at dyscalculiatutor.org. Dyscalculia Headlines Weekly is a production from dyscalculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at dyscalculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at dyscalculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Dyscalculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.